In today's episode, we're speaking to Cameron Corden. Cameron is a young entrepreneur who went from losing everything in Sub-Zero to bringing it all back and making a, becoming a multimillionaire within 18 months. Now, he's going to be sharing his three top tips which helped him to go from Sub-Zero all the way to multimillionaire within a very short period. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I am so excited. We've got Cameron Cogent back again. Hello, Cameron. Hi, Gul. Good morning. It was good afternoon for me. Good morning for you. Uh, <laughs> so lovely to have you here now. <laughs> Fabulous. I mean, you've heard the intro, you know how amazing Cameron is. And you've seen, obviously, from the last episode that we did with him with the Friday feature, how he went from literally sub-zero to becoming now a multimillionaire. And today, Cameron has very generously decided to talk to us about his top three tips, which took him from sub-zero to a multimillionaire and the trajectory is still moving upwards. So I'm so excited to have this conversation. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm doing excellent. Doing very, very good. Thank you. Honored to be here. I'm sorry. It's such a pleasure to have you. So let's get cracking with it. So a little bit of background to tell us, why did you come up with this, you know, this, this topic for today? You know, where, when I say sub-zero, where were you before and where are you now? Just to give a quick recap of where you are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I had uh, hit a point in my life where I lost everything, um, I had, I was about $80,000 in debt. Um, I was living in a group home, not even, I didn't have a home, no car, anything. And um, I made some changes in, in my life and uh, I, I picked an industry. Real estate was the industry. Um, but really, these changes could be applied to anywhere, you, anybody, anywhere, any industry. And um, they're just changes, you know, it, in, changes that I made in myself, um, habits that I developed um, that I learned from a lot of the books on psychology and human nature and human development, um, then kind of made them, tailored them to my own. Um, but these are the things that really made that trajectory in less than 18 months time. I was a, a millionaire between the time that I was $80,000 in debt and 18 months, um, to, to being a millionaire. And uh, these That's are the things. quite a I, journey. <laughs> quite a yeah. journey in oh, the 18 was, months. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was quite a journey, but these, these are the tactics and the tips that really I can attribute a lot of that success to. And I still utilize these today. Wonderful. So without further ado, I think most people are very curious to find out what's the number one tip. So what's the first thing that you did? Uh, the very first thing that I did was write out in spe- specifically, uh, basically Tony Robbins calls it, his version of it is a compelling future. Hmm. And this is everything that you wanted to achieve, everything you want to uh, contribute in life, the person you want to be, um, you know, different types of goals. And writing them out in the uh, basically in the present tense, mm. all the way down to what I did is took mine to 120 years old. Um, so I wrote out from from where I was to 120 20 years old. I've now it's taken it to about 170, and I did that for a couple of reasons. Um, there's there's a few different studies that have been done, uh, scientific studies on 
um, people who intend on living, they, they tell themselves they're going to live, live to 120, 130, 140. They make very different decisions when in their 80s, 90s. Um, and it, it tends to carry them much longer. And uh, the life that you live is much more rich and, and robust and, and beautiful. And um, so that's, uh, that, that, that's the, the very first thing that I did. I took every, every single Sunday, it took about two hours. Um, and I still do this at least once a month, um, took about two hours and I wrote out every single thing that I wanted to be. And this does take time. It's not mm. something that you can just really sit down and hammer it out and be done. It's a living, breathing, you know, alive piece of work. And, uh, and so I, every single Sunday, and I did it probably more frequently in the beginning, mm. uh, but I, I just, I, 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 uh, wrote, wrote down everything and I created this vision of a life that was so powerful uh, such a powerful magnet that it would draw me through and it drew me through some t- difficult times and the things mm-hmm. that you've got to discipline yourself to do in order to, uh, to, to attract that type of wealth and, and success. Um, all those goals, but you, I, I put um, dates for each and each and every single one. Um, and when I wanted to achieve them by, and now it's really cool to go back um, and kind of see the ones that I've, I've checked off so many from that list. Um, and if I wasn't adding more still to this day, um, it would be pretty close to, uh, pretty close, pretty close to at least on track in terms of the timeline, mm. um, if not completely. So it's, but it, it's an extremely powerful tool to get very clear about who you want to be, what you want to contribute in life, who you want to be, you know, who you want to be to the people that you love, um, what you want to give, um, what you want to create in business and, um, how you want to be in your health, you know, and then also, uh, love. I really focused around those four things, health, wealth, love, and fulfillment or contribution mm. uh, is the way that I look at it. And, um, so th- took those four things, wrote out about five pages and looked at it every single day, reworked it every single Sunday. And it just became a part of me. And it really, really is interesting how you just start to live into those things. If you take the time, to get down to get clear about these things. Hmm. So, th- so what we basically have done is you've applied the law of attraction very powerfully in your in your life, which is focus on what it is that you desire and then focus on it every single day. So when you wrote it out, you began to feel and emotionalize it. So as I say, emotional, um, you, you create an emotional memory of the, your future and then you draw into your present, and that's how law of attraction works. So that's exactly what you did. You you make, became very clear and you did it systematically. So it's just a one-off. You did it every Sunday. So every mm-hmm. Sunday you would, actually every time you do it, you get better and better at it. So yeah. you drew out everything you wanted and became focused on what it is that you desire. And the remainder of the week you read it. So again, you reinforced it back in your mind and you emotionalized it again. I'm assuming you, you, know, you felt it, you emotionalized it, you felt the achievement and so forth. Um, emotions are very important. Without emotions, it's just a piece of paper. And so... That way, when you're emotionalizing and when you're writing, and especially when you're reading, both combined together throughout the week, you are pulling that future to you. That explains why very rapidly within 18 months, you went from sub-zero to multi-millionaire. But it makes complete sense because time is not something that the universe is really concerned with. It's your subjective idea of how, you know, how long it should take you to achieve X, Y, and Z. The universe doesn't care. You can be a multi-millionaire tomorrow if you're ready to accept it. But most people's logical mind cannot fathom the idea that they can become a multimillionaire the next day that's why they have to put the time delay themselves not realizing they're the ones causing the delay not the universe i love that i love that i love that so that's a really powerful technique and that's step number one so what's technique number two yeah um and t- uh, technique number number two is something i did very very um very pr- pretty pretty recently right after this 
And um, the, the idea came from the law of Napoleon Hill's The Law of Success in 16 Lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you, you take 10 people that you admire, and mm-hmm. that would be in generally a very va- uh, vast array of walks of life. So mm-hmm. somebody in business, somebody maybe in, in the spirit, spiritual uh, world, somebody in health. 10 people that you admire, look up to, everything about them, you're just like, wow, that's I, I want that, or I, I admire mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, take each of those 10 people, write down the three character traits or virtues that uh, that they that they have that you admire. So you'll end up with 30, 30 mm-hmm. character traits of virtues, and then go down and asterisk the, the top 10 uh, and re and then put, put those in, again. You have those, you look at them, I look at them every single day, I still do. Um, read them out, read them out loud and live into that type of person. And you really start to develop, you know, the character traits that I think, as as you said, you just had mentioned something very important too. that emotionalization of, of the, uh, of the, the the vision of the vision Mm -hmm. of what you want to be and who you want to become is so important. So when that comes to you, when you're attracting that, um, say wealth, for instance, the uh, you do need to have certain character traits to maintain the wealth and to 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 really start to grow into um, into a person and of I guess of just to to grow your self confidence and to grow um, to yeah just to grow into exactly who you want to be and who you want to show up as and who you want to be remembered as mm. um, and so that was an extremely powerful um, very powerful exercise that really started to teach me a lot in business and in life. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and well, really just to, to, to really live a much more fulfilling and rich life, um, which, you know, all the money in the world does not bring that you have to, they have to go hand in hand to really live an abundant life. Yeah. And so that was something that I'm so glad that I did it sooner. I did it right then. Uh, I think before I even really understood the power of it and what mm-hmm. I was doing, um, but it really went hand in hand with the growth in my business and wealth. And, and, uh, it, it, it taught, I, I, it was, that's the reason I still was able to, I was able to spend time with my family and I wasn't just head down 18 hours a day because I, I really understood what I wanted out of life and the value of relationships and family and, and things like that. Wonderful. And I'm going to I'm gonna go back to this. I, I remember reading that, that um, this technique as well. And I have, I remember when I first did it, I put in people like one of the people that I admired most in terms of elegance and beauty was this film actress in Bollywood one, of course, Bollywood one, me mm-hmm. be me. And it's funny how I've been told I've actually embodied some of her characteristics. They, oh, you remind me of her. I'm like, oh, okay. And this works so powerfully. She had big eyes. I have big eyes anyway, but it's just generally your mannerism picks up you know subconsciously their mm-hmm. their energies because everything's energy right when you yeah. tune into their energy you start embodying their energy and this is why this is such a powerful technique it works like a charm now we know it works so I, for sure it works my question is how did you go about choosing who to you know for what so what do you do yeah how did you that choose? was a, it was a um Kind of, kind of an interesting journey. It, it wasn't an overnight thing either because mm. you, you really got to figure out kind of yeah. who you like and what you like. Mm. Now, with, during this time is right when I started to, my book a week, um, at least a book a week, um, mm. t- a type of um, just reading voraciously. And so I would, I would get uh, biographies and every book kind of usually touches on another book or another person. Mm. And so a lot of it was was there. So I, I chose a couple presidents. Um, I know Tony Tony Robbins was one. Just the admiration of a lot of people with discipline. I think it, it what I, one thing that I was self aware enough to know at that time was that I wasn't the most disciplined person. 
Um, mm. And I did notice that trait is, is a very common one in, in all successful mm. people. The dis- discipline is the bridge to, to success. Yeah. And so, um, so that was a very big, uh, big part of it, but also people who um, uh, like John, uh, John Maxwell for leadership, he's he just, I, I really like his teaching style. I like the way that he communicates and I like the way that he, um, he leads his organizations. And so, you know, there's just different, uh, I, I, I just went through people that I admired at the time that I was aware of. Mm. And, uh, and then I do, I do about every year I go through these, these types of exercises. And so I, it's changed a little bit now, um, just because you become more aware and you also mature. And when you start to acquire certain attributes and character traits, uh, you also notice that there's always more, you know, we're always creatures of growth. And so there's always, more to go. And, uh, and so it, it does, it does change over time. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I really just, it was who I knew at the time, but it came a lot from books. Mm. And I, uh, so for those listening, I, I would interject here and say, start off with, you know, rather than the 10, the five people. So in terms of um, success, you know, who do you admire who's very successful? Um, somebody on TV, somebody you've heard about, or even, even, you know, from the personal growth industry, someone like, you know, um, um, Tony Robbins or Bob Proctor or you know the array of all the you know the, the you know the big the names we hear all the time and you know pick out things about them they like I mean not everyone ha- and every single person would have something you like about them and other traits that you may not desire but you can focus on the good things about them start with that so to have areas of your life so for example appearance um, again physical appearance I think is very important how you present yourself to the world so for your parents for um, you know personal development or you know for success uh, wealth have those so they, they, these um in you know I, I call them the, your mentors that even though they're not physically present with you but through learning about them their autobiographies or their or the teachings or the courses the programs you can learn from them and especially in the person time we have so many people here that we can actually learn from you can actually learn how they are and have these five people that you go and write out three traits as, as Karen just said and keep that as a starting point and then as you embody this technique you can develop this list you can actually as Cameron did develop the people you know the list of people who you want to admire who you want to research more on and find out more about and you know as and and also some of the may another option could be that pick out traits that you want to have you like Cameron realize you realize you don't have a discipline do you and you want to okay so that's one thing I want to develop how do I develop it who has discipline I love that recognize the, the 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 one of the things I teach in my program is called identity you have to let go of your old identity and adopt a new one and the process is it's not as simple as it seems because you are married to your identity you don't want to let go do you and this is where you have to recognize what you have to let go of in order for you to get to where you need to get to to have everything that you want and the person you are now who's broke or who's starting out or who is not, who is not where financially where you want to be is not going to be the same person who's going to be wealthy and a multimillionaire. You have to absolutely accept that fact. And that means you have to be ready for change. That means you have to really be ready to let go of your old personality traits, your old paradigms and step into new ones. Wouldn't you agree, Cameron? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. So that's uh, technique number two. So what's technique number three? So technique number three is really um, like the activator to the, the first two, the, those doing those, those first two um, is extremely important for clarity to, to get really clear on who you want to be, who you want to be and where you want to be. 
Um, but this is where my, what I feel is like the rocket fuel that, uh, that took me there so quickly. And, uh, this is, you know, I, I think all this stuff is fairly common knowledge, but it's not something that people actually take the time to do. And it's in doing the work that is, um, uh, that the magic, the magic lies. Uh, <clears throat> so the third one is develop to develop an unstoppable morning routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the morning routine, um, for me was that, that activator. So when I did the compelling future, um, uh, something that you touched on, um, it was, it was the visualization and emotionalizing mm-hmm. and I got very, um, very good at that. So when I was doing in, inanimate objects, so like, um, this more selfish things like the Maserati or the penthouse, um, I, I, I I'm going to stop here for a second because I don't want to, to refer them as selfish things. I think we deserve, we live in a physical world and we deserve to live uh, lavishly as possible. We mm. can give as much money as we want, but doesn't mean that if we want something for ourselves, that's selfish, that's taking care of our needs. So I don't that's- want anybody here. And that's why I'm so <laughs> objecting. I don't want anybody here thinking if they want a Maserati or they want, like I want a Bentley um, or a Tesla, there's anything wrong with it. It's absolutely admirable because in order for you to get to that Tesla, the Maserati, that, 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 the, the, the Bentley, you have to provide a service and, you know, and you're going to be solving people's problems. So you have to achieve something, help people in order for you to get the wealth to buy those things. So it's, it's a good thing. It's all win-win. I'm very, very, very glad you clarified that. That's very true. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's, it's like uh, Jim Rohn calls it enlightened self, self interest, and of it is. I mean, you just, yeah, you, it does. It takes takes a lot of work to get it, and it's also, you know, it's it, it's the it's the feeling that you have for having those things that we're all it, after, anyways. Exactly. It's it's not. See, I I mean, I'm a big cars person. I'm not a typical. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I like my toys, and I do like cars. Yeah. So uh, and so my my thoughts are, I can't get that. But so my currently, I've got a nice car, but. Bentley's next on my list. I can't get that Bentley until I get to the next level. But in order for me to get to the next level, I have to help a certain number of people, right? Yes. So I have to provide a service which is benefiting beyond me because there'll be a ripple effect in mm-hmm. order for me to take home the funds needed to buy the, the Bentley. That's mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. So it's going to happen. So it's a win-win and I get to enjoy the physical because why shouldn't we enjoy the physical world? Why shouldn't we enjoy the luxuries? Because we're here in the physical world for a temporary time. doesn't matter if 80, 90, 120 or 170 years, but we yeah. are here for a finite period of time. And we're meant to, if you don't enjoy the physical world, then you couldn't, you might as well just stay in the spiritual world. You know, you didn't have to come into this physical 3D world. We came in it to enjoy the physical pleasures of this world. So anybody who thinks that physical pleasures being a food, sex, money, car, whatever is wrong, I'm saying, no, you're here for those pleasures. Otherwise you could have just stayed in the spiritual realm. We're going to go back to, by the way, you know, in a, in a short, in a few years times. So, you know, why not? While we're here, enjoy the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm very glad you, you clarified that um, because it's very true. Uh, so, so in, in, okay, I guess so. So then, so what I did when I was doing, so like the penthouse, uh, one of the tallest penthouse in, in Houston, which I was able to get, mm-hmm. um, I would, I would envision with family and friends, people that I really, that I love there because I didn't know the feeling yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So I put the, the feeling just to really turn up the emotion and that was extremely powerful. And I did that in, in my morning routine and what I do. So in my morning routine, and this is what I did at the time. I, it's now a little bit different and matured, of course, but um, it was, it, I got up, I drank a uh, 20 ounces with, with lemon water. So just detoxify my system. Um, then I go into a, a breathing, a, it's a breath work. And mm-hmm. uh, I know it was popularized by Wim Hof, but it's been around for much, much mm-hmm. longer. Um, and I do a very intense breathing exercise. It completely clears your body of toxins, gets rid of bacteria, it secretes adrenaline. 
And uh, then I go into a deep meditation of just silence, focusing on the on the breath. And at that time, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I, I did. Obviously, over the years, it really, really becomes clear. And also, also a lot of stand up study. Uh, it becomes very clear what you're doing. And so when you have that silence and the silent meditation or focusing on one thing, you have uh, an opportunity for your subconscious mind or the universe or God to bubble up a lot of answers to questions. And, mm, um, and yes, really so. you just get these little key flashes and what I should do in business. Um, oh, I should have, I, I really should call this person. And those types of intuitive uh, things that come up from that silence uh, I didn't know really to listen to them all in the beginning, but now, and it's over time after time, after time, after time, that those have been things that have been key, key movers in my life. And so I do that silence first, then I go into a guided meditation um, where I, or I guide myself really, but it's, I do, I feel love from God, from the universe, just feel it overwhelmingly in my body. And then I feel love for myself. And then I go out to the people that are closest to me, family, friends, people in business that I'll be serving that day. Um, and out to the entire, ultimately to the entire world, to every living creature, to, you know, to everything. And I just spread, I push out love. I imagine it and I feel it coming out of my body, my heart um, for, for the whole world. Then I go into a, a great gratitude and appreciation, which has been so, so key for Ever since I started doing this, uh, when I was back in the group home is where I started, um, that gratitude, and I think we spoke about that last time, has just been so, so huge. So I go to great gratitude um, immediately after that. I go to, um, and I go to a forgiveness um, um, exercise in whatever situation or any person or wh whatever it may be. And to be, uh, to be honest, I've done it so long now and it's such a cumulative effect that I don't have, I don't have anybody to really, to, I don't have these situations come up very much that, that, uh, that, that a powerful, powerful tool to, um, uh, to, to be able to do that, to have the forgiveness, mm -hmm. to forgive a situation, to forgive whatever yeah. and take back that energy. And, uh, and then after, after that, I go to my life five years from now. So all those things that were on that compelling future, I live it and I feel it. And I feel, you know, feel the accomplishment, feel the achievement, feel the, the joy and the, the love of from around, um, in that, or, or the, the, the thing, if it's a thing, the, the feeling of the thing, um, and the acquisition of that. And then I go for, I go throughout the day and just see the day going absolutely perfect. Um, everything that I do, um, works out for the betterment of, of myself and the betterment of everybody that I touch, leave them better off than what I found them. And, uh, and then I do a prayer and I finish it up with, finish that up with, um, just, you know, blessing, a blessing for the day, blessing for the people that I love, blessing for the people that I work with in business and for the business. Um, and after, right after that, I do a, um, pretty intense exercise. So I, I do a couple days of strength training. Um, I do yoga almost every single day, yoga at least five days a week. Um, and then cardio on the days on um, three days, three days, cardio, four days, strength training. Um, and then I read every single morning, of course. And then I write, I do something that, uh, Julia Cameron in the book called the artist way, uh, calls morning pages. And, um, that's where it's, they're, they're like, she calls them spiritual windshield wipers, but they're called morning pages. And it's just when you wake up, um, a lot of the things from your subconscious mind and uh, and even from your dreams are still in your in your mind. Yeah, they are lucid. Yeah, so that yes. yeah, yeah. Exactly, and so it's just putting them out on paper, and it it kind of unblocks you for the day. Um, but also, some really neat ideas come from that. So mm. that is the thing that I I discipline myself to do, and I came coming from undisciplined. It takes a lot of discipline to do that. Um, 
but but may, doing it every single day has such a cumulative, powerful effect yeah. that really brings to life those first two things. And it, it just, that's what really transforms you. And you're, because you're, you're tapping into the subconscious level, yep. changing the subconscious. And uh, that is how we affect change. And that can either take really, really long, as they say, like a huge emotional impact or repetition. Mm-hmm. And this kind of does both of them. So it's yeah. the accelerator. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to break this down a bit. So you said, um, so how long do you take to do each part? So, okay. Breathing exercise. How long do you do that for? Um, I only do it for two. Uh, I do, uh, no, sorry. Three minutes in the beginning. So it's three minutes of breathing and then you hold your breath for the last, I think 90 seconds. Um, and that's really what starts to activate a lot of, uh, like your uh, adrenal uh, glands and, um, uh, your pineal gland. Mm-hmm. And so it starts, that's what activates and starts to get all of these uh, antibodies and totally livens up your nervous system and sparks every single cell in your body. Um, and so it's about a four to five minute uh, breathing exercise, but the three intense breath for three minutes and then holding it for the, 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 the second 90 seconds. Okay. And then how long do you actually do the, the quiet meditation for? Uh, I do that for so it depends on the day. If, if, if it's not, not every day, if it's, if, if I have uh, like, if I'm able to do so on a weekend or uh, on certain work days as well, if I'm up, I, I get, I get up very early. Um, it takes the whole process takes about. When you say about early, what time do you wake up? So let's Four. find out what, huh? Four. Four o'clock Four in the morning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm usually done by around seven. Um, and so I. Uh, so your morning so, routine is three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That takes discipline for three hours. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, but go so, ahead. You, so you spend, um, so let me get this right. You spend, uh, how, so you, yeah, you were telling me how long do you spend on the quiet meditation? Uh, 30 minutes. So 30 minutes on the quiet meditation and then about 25 to 30 on the visual meditation after that. The guided one. Yeah. Yep. And then thereafter you do yoga for how long? Uh, yoga would be, well, yoga is, I, I either work at, so 30 minutes minimum. This is, I travel outside of COVID. I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, that three hours is not, doesn't, doesn't travel with me all the time. So, uh, so it, it does change, but on, on a minimum 30 minutes. So, uh, I, but usually I'll try to get an hour in, um, at least. And then I also do yoga in the afternoon as well. You do yoga twice mm-hmm. okay. or workout, workout or yoga. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. So, but when you're home, your total morning routine is about three hours. Oh, how, how long do you spend to reading then? You read every day. So how long do you uh, read? Yes, usually an hour. Okay, so, now, so an hour of that is reading. So it's basically between exercise, meditation, breathing exercise for the first two hours, and then an hour's reading. That that makes it three hours, which makes sense, because I think that then that would take you up to the three-hour mark. Um, right. An hour's reading is very, I mean, I know that's something that, that Brian Tracy, who's it Brian Tracy, I think it is, who talks about the early and the two hours in the morning that you really need to give to yourself as a gift. And one of that is actually reading um, and the, how imperative it is to, you know, to start your day in, in that powerful mode. Mm-hmm. which is really, really wonderful. Okay, so this is a really powerful, powerful way to get started. Now, how when you first started, I'm sure you didn't start with three hours. How did you build this up? How did you, where did you start, Cameron? So if someone listens to this and says, Cameron, my gosh, you, this sounds amazing. And I'm taking so much inspiration from you and I really want to do what you do, but I ain't got three hours. I don't know how I'm going to find three hours. I can't wake up at four. How did you start? Yeah, that's a very, very good question. And um, one thing that you did just touch on is, 
that that time in the morning, what you do find, if you can start with an hour, that's great. Start with any time, it's great. But it more, you'll, you'll find yourself wanting to give more because it is a gift that you're giving to yourself. Yeah. And it instills real confidence ab- in, your, in yourself because yeah. you're, you're able to give that time to yourself. But it's also, but, and that's, that's all just an additional, you know, additional on, on top of it. But to get, to get started, uh, you know, I, I, what, the way I started, because it, it's not something you don't just pick up meditation and, and learn, but thank goodness we have YouTube. So I, I went and I would watch, uh, like Tony, Tony Robbins has a, it's not really a meditation, but it's, it's like a gratitude exercise and blessing. So I started with that. Um, because it was, I was just looking on online to try to try to find it. So I started with that. There's also um, 10 minute uh, meditate, just binaural beats that you can listen to. Um, so start small, start with 10 minutes a day. Um, that's uh, t- 10 minutes of meditation a day is extremely healthy for you and yeah. really helps uh, equalize your whole body and your serotonin and dopamine levels as well. Um, so just start with 10 minutes. Um, and, uh, it, you know, the, the breathing exercise, all, all of that actually is pretty accessible online. Wim Hof, I think has a breathing exercise. Well, it's the same same one, um, same type that, that I use. It's a little bit different, a little bit kind of created towards him, but it does the same thing. So, mm. um, I would say, I would say, go, go on there, listen to it, uh, you know, wake up, listen to them and do them in order, um, your first few times. And, uh, and, and that's, that's really kind of how I got started. And then you'll, you don't need those things after, you know, 30 days or so, uh, you don't, you don't need the, once the you guide. develop a habit, you need to, you need 21 days to develop a habit for anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, you know, if, if you can do those things, if you can even just take an hour, cut it, cut it, cut it down there. Um, the reading of course is very important. Um, but it's, it's extremely, I mean, it's so valuable. It'll put you ahead of 90% of the, you know, 90% of the world. Definitely. Well, I agree. Uh, most people, I think I would say it's as 95% because most people just don't have the discipline to read um, at all. And they rather, I mean, and then the excuses, they can't, I'm one of those people, if I can't read, I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm always listening to audiobooks uh, because that's another way to, you know, keep feeding your mind something positive and something, you know, something that's nourishing, as as I would say. Okay, so I'm going to recap your morning routine. So you start off when you wake up with gratitude and then you start off with um, your breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. Then you go ahead and do at least half an hour of quiet meditation. Then, mm-hmm. then another half an hour of uh, guided meditation, which you do for yourself. But you do, there's always there's plenty of guided meditations out there that you can take. Um, there's, you know, I think Dr. Spencer has quite a few. I have yeah. quite a few. But I mean, anybody who's in this field would have a guided meditation for you if you're starting off. And you can even find them on YouTube as well. So there's plenty of um, help available. And then after that, you do an hour's exercise or yoga, one of those two, and then you spend an hour reading. Am I correct? Yes, that's right. Ask me that note. (laughs) You nailed it. (laughs) Wonderful. What a wonderful morning routine. It's it's similar to mine, slightly different. Um, I don't do as long meditation. My meditation total is an hour. um, Sorry, it's a half an hour. Um, Unless I'm doing one of the dispensers one, which then they can be anything for two hours. Uh, but generally because lack of time it is a half an hour but it's it's i know how powerful this technique is and how powerful it's been in my life so i'm sure it's it's very very powerful and anybody listening who she goes and implements these strategies can see immense immense effect on on their life for sure um if, if, if you are listening and you do actually implement this please do write to us and let us know how you 
benefited from Cameron's morning routine and uh, we can send the feedback of it to him. Well, Cameron, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. It's been, it's been absolutely, like, I've learned so much and I've always enjoyed our conversations. Cameron, tell us, where can we find you and how can we connect with you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can find, uh, find this online. Um, my, just at Cameron Curridan. It's, um, uh, my name, um, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, and then our company website is CJC, um, the letter E partners.com. Um, and I, I can get a hold of me through there as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on all the channels. Wonderful. And for those listening on podcast, we will have all the links that Cameron just mentioned, all his links to be able to contact him um, in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, down below in the description, we'll have all his links again. So you're, you know, you're not too far away. You can very easily get hold of him. And I do advise you to do, if you are looking for a business, or if you think that you, you can get some advice or help from him, please do reach out and connect with him in one of his um, social media um, handles or through one of his websites, um, you know, contact forms. Thank you so much, Cameron, for being such an amazing guest. I think we need to have you back. I think we need to have you back for another another episode, something more specific on around your niche, maybe a real estate or maybe acquiring businesses. So we have Absolutely. to have you back. <laughs> we'll have another conversation. Uh, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. For those listening, thank you for joining me and Cameron on today's Money Talkie segment. I will be back on another segment, another time, talking to an amazing guest, learning from them their secrets of how we can build our business together. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.golkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.